Hello world! Welcome to this episode of Entertaining Escapism. So, life has been a little hectic for me lately in the last two weeks, so I apologize if I sound tired or a little out of it. Um, I graduated college! Woo! Um, yeah, I graduated college and now I'm in that period. It's only been a week since graduation and I'm just kind of in this period of like figuring things out. Um, I have a part-time job and I'm working on this on my own time, this podcast, just because I'm passionate about it. And even though I've had a busy, like the last couple days have been um, really busy for me lately, I still want to find time to put this in. So I might continue with the every other week schedule for now as I am in this major transitional period of life right now. And, you know, this is a passion of mine, but it's a side hobby. And I want to make sure I put enough time into it without stressing myself out. So yeah, I want to continue with the every other week schedule for entertaining escapism. So I'm glad that you're here and we're on the same page. So today's episode is another music episode. I know last episode was about music. However, two of my favorite artists right now both put out EPs last week. And as I was listening, I was just like, I need to talk about it because I'm really excited. And um, nobody I know really listens to these artists and I try to recommend people. But for now, I'm just kind of like, these are my favorite artists at the moment. And I just want to talk about them and celebrate their new music. So today we're going to be talking about Rebecca Black and Amber Lucid. We got Rebecca Black was here on June 16th and Get Lost in the Music by Amber Lucid on June 18th. So those were a good couple days for me. So let's get into it. I'm going to talk first about Rebecca Black because her EP came out first. We all know Rebecca Black because of Friday, you know, like 10 years ago. So yeah, um, she's here or she was here, but I'll say she is here with this EP. Um, I was really excited for it. She's been dropping singles since about January. I kind of went back and looked and it was like every month there was a new song, except for like one month, I think. But, you know, I was excited. I really like her new stuff. Also, I wanted to mention keeping up with the Pride Month theme of June, we know Rebecca Black is queer. And I specifically say that because she labeled herself queer or she identifies with queer. I know some people are saying she's gay, she's a lesbian, she's bisexual. I looked into it and she specifically said queer, so that's what I'm going to refer to her as out of respect. So basically, I'm just gonna go through all of the songs on the EP. First, we have Better In My Memory, a really good one. I feel like this song um, has been like in my head the last couple days. There's not much drum, which is interesting because the vocal rhythm is a drum rhythm, if you know what I mean. That whole like dun 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 dun. I feel like that rhythm is normally in the drums. And she purposely put the song structure on its head by having the vocal have that rhythm and being really light drums. Like the first time I listened, I was like, okay, where's the drums at? But now that I've gotten acquainted with the song, I kind of like it this way because myself as a producer, I know that drums are my weakness. And if I didn't have to use drums in every song, I probably wouldn't, you know? Sometimes I just put like light percussion stuff. But a lot of the time when I ask for feedback on my music, people tell me, that it needs more drums. Where's the kick and snare? Like we need a steadier rhythm. 
And, you know, both Rebecca Black and Amber Lucid have shown me, like, you don't need to have hard-hitting drums to have great music. So Better In My Memory is something that really shows that. I also wanted to mention, though, even with that whole drum spiel, I kind of want to remix it and see what would it be like with drums. Because I was imagining, you know that TikTok sound? I just want to hear you say, boom, 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 da, da, da. Like, you know how the drums are on that? It's like, boom, 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 boom. I'm, <laughs> um, I was expecting a drum beat like that, and then it just never came in, and I was like, huh. But like I said, the more I listen to it, I like it. But now I'm curious, so I might just make a version for myself or put it on SoundCloud or something, just because. I don't, I don't know, does anyone else feel that way about the song? Like, I, I want to know. Um, yeah, so that was a little bit about the production of it. And I want to talk about the meaning, the whole, I don't like how things went and I want to change my memory so I like it more, you know, to make you better in my memory. I feel like that is something that I personally experience sometimes where like you kind of change the way it ended just so that thinking about it feels better just so that you're not sad because you know relationships have a lot of ups and downs as we see with this EP it's really all about relationships I like the song though I'm gonna move into personal now Personal released on April 23rd as a single, and I know this because it was the same day as my debut single, I Needed You. And I was really happy to be like, I share a release date with Rebecca Black, you know, and I love Personal. I'm really glad to share a release date with her. I was really happy um, when I realized that. Because if you know about my release for I Needed You, it was supposed to come out April 9th, and then it didn't because of my own mistake. But because of that mistake, now I share a release date with Personal by Rebecca Black, which is amazing. So the song is about having an insecure partner that needed reassurance, but ended up somehow making you the bad guy or somebody that you weren't, you know, it, it just be like that. And that's why um, she's very much like, don't take it personal. I know you have to hate me. I won't blame you if you blame me. And I know it hurts, but don't take it personal. Because it seems like we see in this EP that Rebecca is the one who kind of sabotages the relationship. She has a song called Self-Sabotage, and that was actually my favorite song of hers before this EP. Um, it might still be my favorite song. I just really love that song. But she can recognize that um, in her music, sometimes she's the reason why things aren't working out. But um, in personal, I feel like this has to be a more of a non-serious relationship that might have just gotten started, but she needed to cut them off because she wasn't ready. Um, that's why she's like, I know you're probably mad at me right now, but don't take it personal. It's not about you. It's about me. The music video is a little, I didn't really understand it, not going to lie. Uh, I'm not talking about the song. I'm just saying that for myself. Um, it. It had this juxtaposition of her being like this housewife thing. I feel like she was trying to do this whole like classic girl housewife thing, but have the contrast of like, here's me with a bedazzled chainsaw because I'm crazy and I'm cutting up vegetables and trying to drink this green smoothie, you know, and that's the cover of the EP with that same hairstyle. And, you know, the it looks black on her teeth, but maybe it's like a dark green from the smoothie from the personal music video. I'm not really sure. And, you know, I want to sit here and deeply analyze it, but I kind of am almost like, I don't want to overthink it. It's probably not, it probably is deep, 
for her. Like, I don't know her life experiences, so I'm not gonna sit here, try to analyze and connect the dots between things. Cause like, I'm just here for the music. You know, I've kind of decided for myself, I don't need to be such a hardcore fan and get to know people personally on the internet. It's more just like, this is the music. It seems like this is going on, but I wouldn't know cause I'm, I don't know her. And uh, I'm sure it's obviously about relationships and breakups and things being messy. But outside of that, I'm just like, it's a whole thing. And I really appreciate the artistry with it. And as a little side note, there was one time I accidentally put the EP on shuffle. And I noticed that personal into blue is a really good transition. I honestly didn't even notice that blue had started because you know what I mean? But I was like, wait, is this like an epilogue to personal? And then I, but it was because it was on shuffle. The actual track list doesn't go this way. And I'm actually gonna get into that a little bit later. But up next is actually not gonna lie. And this is just another going into the fact that like she's not perfect and she's kind of the reason sometimes why things fall apart from what I know of the song that comes to mind, the lyrics. Not gonna lie, I was the bad guy. You know, tell your friends that you left me if it makes sleeping easy, the little bridge. Basically, she left and it hurt the other person and that's what makes her the bad guy. And she's like, not gonna lie, you know, I had to cut you off and it wasn't great. You know, I know that probably hurt you, but like, it needed to be like that. Oh yeah, the first lyric, I would never live here for you. I told you that I wanted to. I feel like what I'm getting is that Rebecca was trying to be this like perfect girlfriend to like be great for the other person and sacrifice a lot, but she kind of started to realize what she really wanted for herself and that ended up getting in the way of the relationships. And in a way it's like, maybe she's a bad guy in the sense of that she hurt somebody, but at the same time, she's figuring out herself and what she really wants. And personally, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, even though it sucks to be like, oh, you know, we were in this relationship. I said a lot of things, but now I realize that that's not actually what I want. I also feel like I should just mention that lyric of, um, I bet you did, you be, I bet you think I did it on purpose, took a picture of who you love and burned it. I mean, it's true, you know, that's why it's she's the bad guy because the other person is so hurt about the changes that she's going through. But at the other, you know, the person fell in love with this picture of her, the snapshot that wasn't real and authentic. And now the, what the person has become in love with doesn't actually exist. And that also really hurts in relationships. I feel like a lot of the time people come up with this assumption or preconceived notion of who the other person is, but we're never 100% in their heads, no matter how much we think we trust them and stuff. We think we're in their heads. We think we're 100% trusted and in with them and this and that, but you know, sometimes people go through this entire internal monologue only to later change and be different and then it hurts. But as humans, I feel like we just make attachments to things that may not even be secure. And that's really scary, which, you know, I guess that's why she's the bad guy. You know, it's really hard, but hey, you can make a song about it that's a banger. Next, we're going into Blue, where she's sad, <laughs> obviously. You know, I think this is her realizing that relationship wouldn't work out. I feel like overall in her music, Rebecca tries to show that she's like this chaotic, like, uh-oh, sorry, like I hurt you. I'm the bad guy, not gonna lie, that was kind of rough. 
But this is the song where she's showing off that like vulnerable side. The other side where she's like showing, um, you know, the emotions that she goes through. Because even though you want to be a bad bitch and be like, I'm figuring things out for myself, I'm changing, sorry that it hurts you, don't take it personal. It, sometimes it's just really sad when you when you're going through that and processing those changes in life. And yeah, and like I said earlier, Blue is a great song to come after personal. Up next is Worth It For The Feeling. I love this song. Also, a little side note, it released on May 21st, which is the same release date as my EP YNA. Not to self-promo myself, I'm here to talk about these musicians I love. But again, just like with Personal, I love the fact that I put out music on the same day as Rebecca Black because now I get to, you know, just like I said before, I get to share that release date. You know, I look at my EP and I say, you know, Worth It For The Feeling came out on the same day and I love that song and that just makes me really happy to notice that. So with Worth It For The Feeling, I could tell like while listening through the EP that the mix was a little bit different and I feel like that was because it was a single, but it is what it is, it's nothing like too groundbreaking that I can't listen to it in context, like, it's fine. This is her acknowledging that she needs to heal, she needs to put some time into herself, some work, but relationships are fun. It's a really good feeling. There's ups and downs, but it's, a, it's worth it for the feeling. You know, not to just title drop, but it's worth it for the feeling, ho ho. This song has a music video, I had watched the music video. It's about poker and she's like on the card and she's like singing. You know, I think she was just trying to relate to how gambling and poker is similar to love, the ups and downs, the high risk, the rewards being great, but when you lose everything, it sucks. I think that's a really cool an analogy to compare relationships to poker. Um, you know, I really admire that with her, that she did that. Up next, we have the last song on the EP, Girlfriend, which I feel like Girlfriend should have been the first song in the CP, only because like, I thought it was gonna be that in the sense of like, I'm getting back with my girlfriend, yay! Only to like go through all these things of like, uh-oh, I'm realizing who I am and who I wanna be and it's not in line with this relationship, you know? I feel like, I try to see like, how does the EP tell a story in the order of the track list? But instead, Girlfriend's at the end and I feel like it's a little tacked on, um, which sucks. It's an amazing song, I love it. Maybe with some rearranging, which I'm gonna attempt to do after I just mentioned that. This one also had a little bit of a different mix from the EP, again, because it was a single. It came out in like January. But yeah, maybe it's at the end because it means like she went through all this shit. I went through all these ups and downs and these little relationships and none of them lasted. I'm just going to go back to my girlfriend who I already know I like or I already know I love. I don't know how deep she is with the girl. Um, I think she mentioned that there was two years. Maybe it was supposed to mean that and I just am wrong. But I guess the reason why I thought it was going to be first is because it was the first single from the EP to release. So I kind of was thinking that was the story that was being told. Um, but yeah, and the music video was just like this fun singing party stuff. It was cool. It's a nice song. It's really good. And um, I love this EP so much. I honestly don't have a favorite song right now because it kind of changes. I really like Better In My Memory. 
I also really like Worth It For The Feeling. I like Not Gonna Lie sometimes. I like Personal. I like Girlfriend. I feel like Blue is the only one where I'm like, mm, but only because the mood changes and I've spent enough time being sad that like, you know, I can appreciate it for what it is. But like for me right now, I just like don't want to, I'm not to say I can't relate because like I can relate, but I, I'm just not feeling it right now. You know, it, it takes me time to go through things in life to really identify with music sometimes. And um, that's why I like Blue, but it's I wouldn't put it in the contender of like my favorite just for that reason. It's also um, just tonally, I don't know if tonally is the right word, but just like sonically different because it's the slower thing. But next I just wanted to, okay, so this is my proposed track order for this EP. And no disrespect, it's great. Um, I just might be listening to it in a different order. I know that, you know, there's probably some effort going into putting this EP together of like, what's the order of the tracks. But I just, after hearing that personal to blue transition, I just kind of knew for myself that I wanted to just, just try and see how it works differently. Um, I already said, I expected Girlfriend to be first especially because it was the first single, it was the introduction to this EP, this era, in real time in the sense that like we heard the song back in January, I believe. Here's my proposed track order. What if we started with Girlfriend first and then next is not gonna lie, right? So I got back with my girlfriend, yay, then I realized I'm different now and I hurt her, I'm the bad guy, oops. Better in my memory third, that's her saying like, why can't I change my memories? Maybe let's make it so she never saw me cry. Especially like, you know, she has history with this girlfriend and they had gotten back together only to realize it's not gonna work. And, you know, Rebecca had, you know, reached out to her to rekindle this only to break it off. And, um, you know, she wants to change the way things ended so that the girl doesn't see her cry. It could be some sort of like, introducing this regret of like, why did I do that? Go up to her and try to make things work. Next, personal, right? Where she's like, I know you have to hate me. I feel like it's this deliberation about what happened with the girl. I know you have to hate me. You know, I don't blame you if you blame me. Um, it hurts, but don't take it personal. That's her saying like, I messed up. I did these things and oops. Next is blue. I already said good transition. So this could be her, you know, comes right after personal with the whole like, oh, I did that. I hurt you. Um, but don't take it personal. I'm I'm being a bad bitch, but I'm kind of chaotic. And then Blue is like the sad, like, I'm chaotic. Why did I, you know, do all this? It's not working out. And oh my gosh. And then next, worth it for the feeling where she realizes that all the stuff that she went through with this relationship and maybe some other side chicks or whatever, all of the ups and downs was worth it because she got so many feelings of it. It's the inconsistent reward that creates addiction and gambling, fun fact. And the same inconsistent reward um, can cause relationship addiction. Not to say that, you know, I've experienced it. I have experienced it. Um, it really sucks when some, you know, things can go great and you're like high off of the happiness and then, you know, things don't work. It, it makes the highs feel higher when you hit so many lows which sucks, but that's exactly why gambling is addictive. So she kind of realizes like, she went through a lot, she needs to heal and she knows that, but 
it was worth it for the feeling. Aha. Uh-huh. So, um, Rebecca, if you, if you hear this, um, please uh, try out this this order. Um, maybe put on a little official playlist, like alternate Rebecca Black was here. Maybe throw a bonus track, you know? Maybe um, call me up, give me some uh, credit for that, you know? Um, I'm trying to make a TikTok for Not Gonna Lie, because I saw she was like, this audio has potential, and I was like, bet. So um, that TikTok will be out by the time this comes out. But yeah, Rebesti, check out my TikTok and check out my podcast and let me know what you think of the new order I put together. So just to recap, we got Girlfriend, Not Gonna Lie, Better In My Memory, Personal, Blue, Worth It For The Feeling. And also maybe like, tell me why you put things in the order you did, because I'm really curious to see like, did I misinterpret the overall story of the EP? So let me know. Up next, we have Amber Lucid, Get Lost in the Music. So this is Amber Smith Lucid's third EP. So she has two previous, or one EP, one album, Dreaming Lucid and Garden of Lucid. I found her music through an Instagram ad for the music video for Questioning My Mind. And that's how I got introduced to her. This was right before Garden of Lucid came out. It was the promo for the single of Questioning My Mind. And I, I've been listening to her ever since. Honestly, when I play her her older music, I just put, like I literally put Dreaming Lucid, listen to the whole thing. And then I go to Garden of Lucid, I skip Garden, no offense. And then I just play the whole thing. And the only reason I skipped Garden is because when I first heard it, I was just like, okay, we get it. You're in a garden. Welcome to the garden. Garden, garden. But um, now I'm actually not skipping it as much because I realized there's more to the song than that. So yeah. Amber Lucid sings in both English and Spanish because she's Dominican and Mexican. And shout out because I'm also Dominican and I'm also from New Jersey and she's from New Jersey, which is why I'm like, wow, she's so cool. And she's younger than me and doing all this, and I'm, I really admire that. Um, Amber Lucid is also openly bisexual. I follow her on Instagram, and she had said, proud bisexual baby, because somebody had asked. Um, she has made music about female love interests. Um, I don't know if there's a song about a male love interest. I haven't noticed. Because sometimes it's a little vague. I think the song Eyes may not have pronouns. I'm not sure. Let me fact check myself. Okay, so eyes does not have pronouns. It does not reference a gender. However, pink flower might mean it's a woman, but might just be to contrast the blue meaning her depression. Genius says her. Anyway, not a thing, but yes, Amber Lucid is bisexual, which is why, which is why I thought it was perfect to throw these two EPs together during Pride Month, especially because they both came out in Pride Month. You know, this one came out June 18th, so it's been a weekend of me absorbing this EP. So the first song is Space Cowgirl, and um, it has a similar low drum thing with like Rebecca Black's Better My Memory, where there's like this felt low frequency, but it's not necessarily a drum, um, which I think is cool. This is where I kind of realized the connection between the lack of drums sometimes and it made me feel better because like when I produce sometimes there's a lack of drum. So yeah, the song has some like Western guitar elements. A theme I notice is that there is some genres explored between the songs. So this has like, you know, the Western guitar, but thematically it makes sense. It's called Space Cowgirl. She's wandering around, you know? I think the song is about a dissociation and being a wandering soul, 
You know, she's traveling through space and time. She's a space cowgirl. I think, you know, what I imagine is just like, especially because the the cover of the EP, she's just kind of floating, you know, with her arm up and just like floating in space. I feel like that's the feeling of dissociation sometimes. Your mind is just wandering and that's what the song is about. So it makes sense to have it as the first song in this EP. Next, we have Get Lost in the Music. This was the only single from the EP she put out ahead of time. Um, I didn't really listen to it as much. I listened to it and I was like, okay, cool. It's a little bit different from her previous stuff, but I like it. You know, it, it, sometimes it takes me time to get acquainted with the song before I form an opinion. And um, now that it's in context with the EP, I'm like, yeah, I like it. It's very obvious that the song is about her doing shrooms and realizing that she needs to get lost in the music instead of being lost in her mind or lost wandering as a soul. In the music video, it's like very blatantly clear that um, it's kind of about how people are kind of dead in the sense that like, you know, they had skull, painted skull face of, you know, people on their phones at a diner instead of talking to each other because you're at a diner or eating. Um, it's very clear that it's about the whole like social media causes mental illness and depression and we're all dead. We have we're all zombies. We have our heads down staring at our phones all the time. The video is a very clear um, criticism of that. So makes sense. I personally don't I don't vibe that much with the shroom thing because like I'm just not into it. I, I'm not a psychedelic. I know some people have their awakenings. They It gets rid of their ego, you know, as she said. Um, it gets rid of their ego and helps them understand what's going on in their subconscious. Well, you know, cool for you, but I just can't relate. And, um, you know, it's a little similar to SZA because I saw on Instagram, SZA like mentioned being on shrooms for like a whole month. And the Good Days music video was about shrooms, like obviously. But yeah, and I've noticed with Amber, she travels a lot and I feel like that was probably part of her whole spiritual journey because this EP has this progression of her learning and realizing things and traveling and having new experiences and like know learning herself in a different way, which is really cool. The third song on this EP is Un Animal, Divina Existencia. This song has a more Latin feel and um, I believe it's her first song completely in Spanish, to which I say congratulations. Cause on the short time I was on Twitter, um, I believe she had tweeted about wanting to do it all in Spanish. And so this is her first fully Spanish song. So congratulations, cause you're re reaching your goals. To be honest, I don't understand. <laughs> like I kind of know what the song is about. She believes in divine existence. There's a greater, um, being out there. I do not speak Spanish. I've looked for the lyrics to try and read them and that might help me, but there's like no official lyrics out right now. So maybe in time I'll get a better understanding of the song, uh, but unfortunately right now I don't have a good understanding of it. Um, I did hear a tres tres tres, which is three three three, you know, a repeating angel number. Um, that's one of the more famous ones. I don't know the meaning off the top of my head because my recurring angel angel number is 222 and 2222. So I know that for me, the angel numbers I see are more about balance and like realizing things about life, but also partnerships because two, you know, I know a lot of people probably know what 333 means. I'm kind of showing my ass right now. I don't because it, it's, I, have, it's, I haven't seen it that regularly in my life. 
maybe unfortunately, maybe not. I mean, I just, maybe I'm just different. I don't know, not to be like, eh, but maybe I, I'm just experiencing things a little bit differently and that's fine. The other thing I picked up from Unanimal is the word sombra, which is shadow. And I think it has to do with like shadow work, realizing like parts of you that are, you know, the dark parts of you, just noticing them and trying to work on them. So I feel like the song is about that. There's definitely some spiritual themes, you know, in this song and in the whole EP. Up next is Lizard. This, I think, is my favorite song from the CP. You know, it's really cute, um, the way that she, like, says things, but she's just like, I don't give a fuck. But, um, yeah, it's very poppy. So we've seen a few genres already with the Western guitar and Space Cowgirl the Latin feel of Unanimog. So here with Lizard, we get this kind of almost trap beat. You know, that's what makes it poppy. I like the lyrics, you know. I was staring at my old tattoo and I thought of you and I swear she started winking. I think it's cute. I like her melodies. Um, you know, staring at the old tattoo. She has a lizard in her hand. Um, and, you know, this might sound a little conspiracy theory-ish, but I think this might be about the fact that like lizards are just born knowing what to do. If you've ever seen a lizard hatch, like they hatch like fully, like they know what to do, you know. When a lizard hatches out of an egg, it can already walk. It already knows to look for food. It doesn't need a parent to take care of it. So I think it's about her, like she has a lizard in her hand. She has the potential to like know stuff that she needs to do. I feel like there's that metaphor, but here's the conspiracy theory. <laughs> so the other day I was in New York City and I was talking to this guy who I just like saw in a Starbucks cafe and he had mentioned about how reptilians normally have a sharp nose and he took his finger and he like traced his nose bridge and he did that gesture of like showing, you know, reptilians have a sharp nose and he like traced his nose. And I noticed in the Get Lost in the Music music video, Amber did that same gesture of like tracing down her nose. So we have this song, Lizard. What if she's reptilian? Dun dun. But that's probably not it. Um, I just thought it was really funny to try and mention that um, because now she has a song called Lizard. It's like, girl, we're on to you. LMAO, please don't be offended if you're actually reptilian. Just DM me and like absorb my brain. I don't know. Disclaimer, it's just a joke, it's just a joke. The last song on this EP is The Door. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's obvious that it's about her just going into the door of spiritual enlightenment. This is a very big vocal song. I had just kind of wrote in my notes, she doing that yelling thing again. But she has a very powerful voice and um, it's very well shown here. Um, yeah, and it's very funky. I like the feel of this. It reminds me of Get Lost in the Music, but there's definitely another song of hers that it's reminding me of. Because uh, here's my problem. I listen to all basically both of her projects back to back. I don't always know the name of the song I'm listening to. That's why I like smaller EPs like this, because it helps me um, get to know every song well. You know what I mean? Like, because I listen to an album straight through, I can't really pair the sound in my mind to the song title. But with a short EP, I can do that because I like to analyze the progression of tracks. 
yeah, I might have to take some time and reanalyze some of the old, some previous music because it kind of sucks when you're thinking about something and then you don't remember the name of the song. But anyway, the door ends and so does the Holy P with a door slamming. It's kind of reminding me of that TikTok trend with the whole like, let's see what's behind this door open. And then there's ones where like they slam the door closed, like don't want to see that. Um, is there a better door around here? Or there's a version where it's like, hey, let's see what's behind this door. And then it's something. And then the person goes in the door and slams it behind them. So I think that's what's happening here. She found the door into this new dimension with spiritual enlightenment. And she went in and the door slammed shut behind her. And I noticed that there's a little bit of a of like another song very faintly and like distorted over the ending and I noticed the same thing happens at the end of Dreaming Lucid that song ended up being the that song ended up I believe being Quando from Garden of Lucid if I'm not mistaken so I believe that this is her setting up her next album which is really cool you know I love the whole like foresight and planning that goes into this because having that shows us that she's working and she's making an album and maybe it's about spiritual enlightenment, you know, because as somebody who calls themselves Amber Lucid, I'm sure there's going to be some psychedelic and I don't want to say crazy, but, you know, some mental stuff going on because, you know, the phrase lucid comes from lucid dreaming, as we see with her first EP being Dreaming Lucid. So I feel like she takes these concepts and kinds of flips them on their head and um, explores them in a way that's just like not the standard, oh yeah, you know, I lucid dream. I still see your shadows in my room. This time she's like, I have shadows I'm working on, doing the shadow work. You know what I mean? I feel like she's taking these concepts and twisting them around into her own way, into her own thing. So again, huge props to Amber Lucid. She's younger than me. I think she's like two years younger than me and doing all this, all these things and I want to say I'm like proud of her, but like, I don't know her personally, but you know, as somebody who's been following her for a little while, I think it's really cool seeing the journey she's going on with her music and I can't wait to see what comes out next. So yeah, and same goes for Rebecca Black. You know, she went, she had a hard introduction to the world with Friday and viral culture and the bullying and other trauma that came with that. So. Just to wrap up this episode, a huge congratulations to both Rebecca Black and Amber Lucid for putting out your EPs. I love them. I'm going to be listening to them all summer and into the future, and I can't wait to see what comes out next for you guys. So thanks for listening to Entertaining Escapism. I will see you in two weeks with a new episode. Stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye.